Chris Claire experience. And uh, <laughs> this is our first live stream. So, and this is will be also counted as our first episode. This is going to be fun. I'm excited. So hopefully, <laughs> um, hopefully you're going to have a good time too. And Chris, we can't see you right now, but. It'll either work at some point or it won't. It'll be okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's no problem. All right. So anyways, once again, welcome to the Chris Claire experience. This is affiliated with Fantasy World, but this is for all the more mature, controversial, deeper, darker conversations, the stuff that we cannot really talk about with the mainstream audience so you might listen to the Our Fantasy World podcast and you might be like, okay, they're, they're, they're a little vague on a couple things though. Like, oh, somebody mentioned, say like, I don't know, some triggering uh, thing, like say suicide or something like that. And perhaps on the Our Fantasy World podcast, they mentioned it, but they didn't really um, get into depth about it. And that's because we're trying to appeal to a general audience, but on this show we can go as deep as the mariana trench like we can just go crazy and all that stuff and so first i would like to thank my co-host for joining me on this and this is chris garcia thank you for being here well of course (laughs) and so and so um so before so as we get started the first thing i have to ask you is there anything that you would like to get off your mind before i start throwing some craziness at you and that could be anything at all um actually no i don't think i have anything uh specifically that i want to go over today so i'm ready for the i'm ready for the prompts we'll see we'll get, we'll see what happens there <laughs> you're ready for the craziness i'm ready i don't know are you are you sure so I'm I would also scared. <laughs> I would also like to thank our third co-host, the um, the specter of a raccoon. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Who's joining us today from the spirit world? Oh God! And so, <laughs> so Chris, you're gonna have to um, you're gonna definitely have to tell tell people about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what I was expecting first off the bat, but I was not expecting the thank the thank this raccoon spirit for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I actually uh, own a small business. I run my own craft shop, and one of the things that me and my partner uh, work with is like uh, remains. So we'll work with like, people's ashes and make them into memoriam pieces, or uh, we'll work with like you know actual like animal bones or skulls. And we make them into art. Um, we paint them, we wood burn them, we do all kinds of things to them and we make them, you know, something else besides just the, the plain death piece that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ordered a raccoon skull because I have an event coming up uh, next month. And I ordered it back in October. It just got here like last week and I was really excited about it because it was in great condition. So, um, so I got it out of the box. I looked at it. It was in perfect condition. Like all I had to do was soak the uh, jaws in acetone so that it would open. Um, I put it back in the box, close the lid on the box. This is really important that I tell you that I put, close the lid back and I put it on, um, the shelf in my craft room and nothing else happened. I put it away. So that was fine. Um, I went to sleep, woke up in the morning to let my dogs out 
And when I had come back in from letting my dogs out, um, <laughs> the box that held the raccoon skull was in the floor, empty. And the bubble wrap is like two feet away from it, like perfectly folded with like a small hole in it. And um, we still haven't found it. So I'm extremely concerned because like, I, rationally, I wouldn't tell you that my dogs got a hold of it, right. but there's that, yeah. no way that my dogs got a hold of it in 10 seconds and left nothing behind, like no traces, no pieces of bone or, or tooth or anything. And also I would have seen it at this point because like that would be very painful to pass out of your system. Um, and it couldn't have been my cats because, you know, like they're, they're cats. And even though I have a lot of them, I just don't know if, uh, I don't know if they would be able to demolish an entire skull with no trace of it whatsoever because, you know, I mean, I mean, honestly, knowing cats, they would have loved the box, not the skull. Right. So, um, at this point, uh, the raccoon skull is at large and unfound and unsighted in my house somewhere. And um, I'm basically waiting for this thing to attack me and gobble me up. So we're just going to see. I'm pretty sure it was hexed or enchanted or something. And I'm just in trouble. I, know, like, I, am, I, I made somebody really mad, dude. I don't know what I did. <laughs> I know Chris messages me out of the blue and she's like, yeah, so I think I'm cursed. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so I'm just so I want to thank our, our third co-host here until you find it. It seems like he's mm-hmm. going to be with us in spirit. And mm-hmm. um, thank you very much, Mr. Raccoon. Thank you. Perhaps he'll appear somewhere. I'm gonna need yeah. like <laughs> my goal. My goal until you find this is to just have this be a running gag. I'm probably going to. <laughs> I'm probably. I'm probably gonna find like raccoon sounds on like a switchboard <laughs> and just randomly. <laughs> so but so i'm gonna get like fan mail and somebody's gonna send me like uh valentine's day cards with like raccoon skulls on them you know yeah. like little little footprints or something <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be the new merch there's gonna be raccoons well i i love that well that yeah. was gonna go in the book somewhere that way i can honor it and hopefully it won't be mad at me <laughs> right right <laughs> but yeah it's, it's gonna it's gonna be great it's just randomly press a button there's like some crazy raccoon sounds and stuff like that so. <laughs> What was that? Was that well, you? That was the raccoon, that was the <laughs> raccoon sound. <laughs> so you went and got me. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh. You're like looking over your shoulder like, oh my God, it's here. Yeah, it's here right now. I know. He was like, plot twist. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a spirit. I don't have to stay over there. Like, I'm, <laughs> over, I'm in your place. <laughs> I got the wife and kids there's like a there's like a melodra- melodramatic like violin solo playing in the background as you leave your house <laughs> oh my god I know it's the raccoon place now <laughs> that was crazy I did hear that it's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um so again thank you everyone for tuning in to our first live stream um there we're actually going to be switching back and forth uh as we do more shows in the future so like we have our live stream here. It won't always be a live stream. So we can like, um, you know, get more depth on a certain topics and stuff like that without being crazy distracted. But mm-hmm. if you are in the chat, if you are on YouTube right now, <laughs> feel free to ask any questions that you want. Any question, nothing is off the table. And I swear that we will address it. Go right. go wild. Go wild. I'm probably opening the floodgates and ruining everything, but seriously, <laughs> go wild. But yeah, so, 
<laughs> so yeah, we're going to have some, um, some crazy segments as we go along as well to keep things interesting. Yes, we will get into a um, in-depth conversation about, you know, uh, a big topic or whatever, but we got, we got to have a little bit of fun too. And so this segment, you know, um, besides paying homage to our crazy raccoon ghost, um, (laughs) this is a segment which I like to call surprise me. So I don't think, I'm not sure if Chris has anything to surprise me with, but I do have a couple things to surprise Chris with. So we're going to see if I can, if I can, um, either gross her out or surprise her or shock her about something Bring it on. i fear nothing you fear <laughs> all right well you know what since we're living in the land of covid and you might know this to a degree okay. but let me ask you this do you know do you know how fast a sneeze travels um i don't know how fast but i know that it can like spray for like 10 feet away which is absolutely disgusting (laughs) well a single a single sneeze travels a hundred miles per hour (laughs) (laughs) throw the point throw the points up on the top i know right and i don't don't know if i'm disgusted i think that's just like one of those things that i I already knew that but like to hear it again i'm like yeah A hundred miles per hour and a hundred thousand germs into the air. Oh, gross. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when someone sneezes, like even if they're dabbing on it, you know, just, you know that <laughs> it's spreading like crazy. Mm-hmm. I got another one for you, though. Okay. Did you know that the human body contains enough fat to make seven bars of soap? Is that okay? I have a question. Is that like an average human body, like a human body that doesn't have much fat on it? I need to know how many bars of soap I can make. Well, I think, how many bars the, soap? I, think <laughs> I think if the average human makes it, what you said, like seven, I think they could do at least 12, buddy. I really think I do. I really think I can. I think I can do 12. 12? 12. <laughs> at least 12. You know what? That's, you know what? That's actually interesting. Uh, you say that because now I'm like, I wonder if there's a way, like, Dove, <laughs> you're like, where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm wondering if there's a way like Dove or like Ivory or something like that can form some kind of like team up with like liposuction doctors or something. <laughs> what are you doing? Where are you? <laughs> we have fallen so far from God's grace. Get back You've here. fallen Stop. so far from Stop. God's grace. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I've lost I've lost my shot to go to heaven now apparently so <laughs> he was like you're pretty good but then that whole soap comment we're not you were doing good and then you made me think about how many bars of soap that can come out of your body and now I'm just done now just no <laughs> nah. sorry Smite. yeah, Smite. yeah we're done he crossed Smite. my name off the list just now. <laughs> he was like no Mm-mm. no but I mean like no think about it though i'm not i'm not too serious but partially (laughs) if people could get over the whole all right you know what (laughs) maybe i'll drop this (laughs) i'm just saying dove ivory if you're if you're out there and you happen to come across this show just um i only want a little i only want a little cut of the royalties (laughs) you could take the idea to use human fat 
Like, I just want, I want to talk to somebody who has the answer so I can be like, okay, so yeah. it said seven bars of soap, but I, I'm thick. So I need to know, am I, how many bars of soap am I worth? That's how I'm going to start measuring my worth to people. Be like, no, I am worth 17 bars of soap. You know like, what? Don't, don't raise your voice at me, peasant. <laughs> 17 bars. <laughs> you know what? That might be actually a better way to measure fat in the human body than the BMI. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it might be. I'm serious. It might <laughs> because the BMI is ridiculous. It doesn't like take a, like muscle into account. Like right. someone like the, like I remember reading that uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. They were like, uh-huh. um, according to the BMI, he's morbidly obese. And if you look at The Rock, you're like, there's no way he's morbidly obese. Right. <laughs> but it's just based on like his, you know, the muscles and this and the size and stuff like that. And so. Right. And so perhaps human beings need to be weighed in bars of soap. Dove. Honestly, we have, we have come up with a solution to a problem here. Yes. Like, Mm -hmm. because you know what saying that I'm like 30 pounds overweight sounds really bad, but saying that I'm worth 17 balls of soap, that sounds sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, and, 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 um, Charles in the chat was like, how would that smell? You know what? (laughs) Like poor you know, crying. You know, <laughs> I, think like, I think it depends on what part of the country you're from. I'm from Kentucky, buddy. You know, it's pork rinds. It's pork rinds and bacon fat. Pork rinds. It's like funyuns. No, I th- <laughs> no, I think, I think like the, you know what? We'd have to add like a good smell to it. You know, like how they have like Irish yeah. spring. I don't think they actually got the smell from an Irish spring. You know, I think it's safe Ooh. to say controversial how dare you how dare you they did leprechauns literally went to the the, uh, men that like created the name for axe body spray show up at your house in white coats and they're like get in the van julius and you're like no no (laughs) they're like how could you tell people we didn't get this from the spring get in the van is that something that i i would brag about because you know i'd be like (laughs) i mean granted like say i escape i would be like so you know what though out of all the people that grabbed me it was axe body spray and they they sell some good products you know what i'm saying it could have been it could have been like head and shoulders it could have been like uh one of the generic brands at like walmart that grabbed me but no the people from equate show up and they're like hey we're gonna have a talk (laughs) i know they don't even wait to process me they're just in the van just Here's here's a leg. It's it's soap, I guess. You know. <laughs> so I I am unable actually to to see the the YouTube chat thingy. So mm-hmm. you might need to answer questions because I can't do anything right now. Oh no problem, no problem. Um, so <clears throat> so far in the chat, people besides Charles asking how would that smell, which I think we answered gloriously. Um, um people are giving their their soap they're saying i weigh approximately 17 soap bars amber young nunya business said i weigh a good 20 soap bars <laughs> yeah the, shout out to soap today yes shout out to soap to i think we're yes. on to something we're on we to wrong. Something. got it charles said he is approximately six feet of pure Dr. Squatch pine tar soap. 
<laughs> Wait, my Charles or your Charles? Which Charles? I think that's your Charles. It's definitely my Charles. <laughs> Our sponsor's Soap Bar. Nice. I know. We need to get sponsored by Soap. I, I want to cut. I want to cut by Soap. Yes. <laughs> we, we, you know what? See, this is what we need to do now. We need to... <laughs> We need to come up with a brand, sell our own soap, but it's actually real soap, not human soap, but our brand name, our brand name is human soap. That's the brand name, but it's not human soap. Like you you go to fantasy world (laughs) website, you scroll to the bottom and it's Mm -hmm. like soap and you like click on it and you're like, no, they don't have soap. But listen, it's every member of fantasy world that their name is a different sense of soap. So it's like Daisy little flowers in it you know and everyone's like oh this is daisy's fat so whatever daisy thinks that daisy would smell like i'm literally you think i'm joking you think i'm joking i i know you're not joking is the thing i know that you're not i'm writing it down they're mortified like i can't be a bar of soap i don't what do do i smell like i don't know know. (laughs) oh and it would be really cool if we kind of treat it almost like a, um, what do they call them? Like the around Christmas time, kind of like the Santa, what's that thing? The, um, why is the name escaping me? The Santa uh, grab bag thing. <laughs> what is it called? Secret Santa? What are Secret you talking Sa- about? Secret Santa. Thank you. That was it? It took but- you 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Someone left the live stream and then came back and we're like, yo, he's still on it. <laughs> no, but <laughs> he's still on. But no, we're dude, gonna move off of soap, guys. I promise. We have to at some point we're moving off of soap. This is you know what? This is the topic today. It's soap. But anyway, no. I'm just, but um, <laughs> no, that's what should happen. What should happen is we take your idea where we have every staff member has a soap. But someone Mm -hmm. else gets to decide what your soap smell is. Yes. Okay, well, I'm Hispanic. So if any of you put rice and beans in a soap (laughs) bar, I'm going to come fight you. Like, on site. You know what? Give me your email address. I just want to talk. Would that be the worst smell, though? I I don't know. Probably. If you're going off of my childhood, I don't know. How do you put trauma and self-doubt into a soap bar? (laughs) Like, I don't. (laughs) You know what? We should do a line of that, too. This is the anxiety <laughs> con- co- collection. Um, <laughs> this, is the, this is the depression. It just smells like midlife crisis and crushed dreams. <laughs> you know, like, like it actually. There's bars for each of my different altars. Like each one's a different scent. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, <laughs> that would be incredible. Yeah. And I literally wrote it down, everyone. So like it says, where's Dope the camera? Coming, right? I can't find the camera. It says soap bars. Okay, it's it's backwards, but it says soap bars, fantasy world staff. So it's coming. Yeah. All right, look coming coming to twenty twenty three. Hope you're ready. <laughs> but see, this is why I asked you this stuff because we learned so much about soap. So, <laughs> like someone literally said, best podcast ten out of ten. I learned a lot about soap today. <laughs> Human soap in particular. Do you know? You know? You know what? All right. So that was surprisingly a great conversation off of some soap but you know what all right i'm gonna give you one more and then we're gonna move on we're gonna move on thank you Bailey. okay oh i don't know which one to give you though because these are so good oh these are so good oh 
I got one. My I got friend Bailey said she's watching. Hi, Bailey. I don't know if this is true. I'm on a site that's saying this is true, but I don't believe this. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call BS on this one. But okay. this says supposedly. You know what? I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay, okay. you know, like a, you know, like a hiccuping attack, like your yeah, <laughs> whatever, yeah. right? All right. That was How, a good hiccup sound. Huh? That was a good hiccup sound. That sounds because like I have the that's because I have the hiccups. So, geez. Okay. No. How long do you think the longest hiccuping attack lasted? Was this person badly injured at the end of this or were they okay? I have no idea. We're going to say three and a half days. Three and a half days. Longer. A week? Longer. (laughs) Permanently ill with the deadly hiccup disease. Oh, rip. I'm so sorry. Do you listen, please, buddy? Shout out to the person with the hiccup. You need to become another sponsor of us. What? Have you ever we'll seen bring awareness. Have you ever seen the TV show How I Met Your Mother? I I know about it. I've not seen much of it. So, so Marshall loves his wife so much that he can't even think about like cheating on her. So whenever he like briefly daydreams about somebody else, he has to fabricate this entire thing that she dies of a terminal hiccup disease. So, what? So he can think about being with another woman, so he kills her via terminal uh, hiccup disease in his mind. Oh my and god! That's what I just thought about with somebody, like you're in like the waiting room, and the doctor comes out, and he's like, "Julius, I'm so sorry. You have your wife's like, what is it? He's like, terminal hiccup disease. You're almost like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no." no. <laughs> like you're like on the floor screaming (laughs) this sounds like this sounds like something that would happen in one of those like novellas or the soap operas or something (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah like in the the weird sepia muted lighting like uh, she's like there's no treatment Can you see me at all? Can you see me? Yeah, I can see you. Okay, so you were aware of how great that was. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great performance. Emmy. Everything. Yes. So how how long was the was the pickup episode? All right. Well, I'm gonna call BS on this until I look more into it. So probably on the next episode, I'm gonna actually do research and I'll come back with the whole story. Okay. Yeah, and we'll talk about it like as if it's gossip or something, but mm-hmm. apparently it lasted 68 years. So it was for real. <laughs> I was kind of right. <laughs> 68 years. So that person like went through like if they had a normal life where they like how does that work? <laughs> you're like you have a crush on someone in high school or something and you're just like uh, maybe uh, we can uh, go to the prom <laughs> will you marry me <laughs> you're after what you like i do <laughs> <laughs> oh oh welcome everyone welcome to our um welcome to <laughs> guess what honey um i have a. Uh, uh, we're having a baby. Oh, what is it? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
it's like oh my god can you please drink some water you know i can't stop you know it's not gonna stop you know it's not (laughs) you're on your deathbed with your grandkids and you're just like it was a good life and and your grandkids are just like cracking up and just like shut up it's not funny grandpa you have the one in the back that's gothic that's like <laughs> like there's getting more and more aggravated that you're just that you're like, just die just let it happen come on everyone's like i can hear you i can still hear you join the chorus <laughs> in high school oh man <laughs> they can't discriminate you can't discriminate against that it's like not to I remember in high school, the poor, poor kid, shout out to the kid with Tourette's, but um, there was this kid in high school that had Tourette's and it was crazy. It was, it was crazy because like we would, tr- everyone's trying so hard to not respond to what he's mm-hmm. saying, you know, but you would hear him from across the hall. Like it was so sad. Like you would just, you would just be sitting there like, yes, the Pythagorean theorem, you know, you do a squared plus B like shit, fuck, blah, blah, blah. Like you would just be like. And it's like across the hall, like it is echoing and you're just like, <laughs> you're just, <laughs> okay. But anyway. See, it's, it's really funny that you say that because I know I have a lot of people watching this right now. So I actually have Tourette's. Um, really? It's not, it's not that version of it. Most gotcha. of the time um, I like make audible sounds. Is it the and, uh, like ticks or? Yeah. And um, one time I was at work and my ticks used to be so bad. I mean, it was constant, like every single day. Maria, if you're watching this or you're going to, I'm sorry if I set you off because she also has Tourette's. Um, (laughs) She's like, darn it, I have to close the live stream. (laughs) She's like, 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 oh no, not today. Um, My Tourette's used to be so bad that I mean, it was constant. And I was at work one time and, you know, I'm a host. I was walking people to their table, talking to them, having a good time. But the whole time I was trying. and uh i don't i can't do my chirp if i'm not it's like oof and uh, it's a really high pitch though and it like happens on repeat over and over again yeah um and i took them to their table and they told uh they flagged the manager over and told the manager that uh they thought something was wrong with me <laughs> they were like oh, we're no. really worried about her like is she on drugs or something because i'm just oh. like oh <laughs> so like no i get that like i relate to that so hard because people try to like they don't know what to do like do you acknowledge it and are you like right my favorite is when people are like bless you and i'm like (laughs) thanks let's let's i'm here like like a like a news anchor to ask the real question so after hearing that story the real question i need to know what was your tip what was my t- oh I was a host. Oh right. <laughs> you're like you weren't listening that enough. <laughs> you're, you're listening hard enough. You're a terrible news anchor. <laughs> That's why I'm on YouTube. No, I'm playing. Oh um, my god. <laughs> no, I mean like oh my god, someone said you know the hiccup sex is awkward too. Oh my god, but you do. Like, what if you're down there? Never mind. You know, I'm not even going there. Like, oh, what? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know what, Imagine though? Imagine being right there, dude. Imagine being right there. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, 
I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll be like. <laughs> immediately as, done. You know what? As the reporter here, though, we must ask the real questions. If that was happening. Yes, it may be the worst thing ever. Or would it be the best? Or would it be? <laughs> be like, you know what? I didn't think hiccuping would work. But it works for me. They're like, they're like telling, they're like telling their girlfriends and stuff. They're like, listen, just, just it's great. Have your husband, your husband, boyfriend, whatever. Just um, we got to figure out ways to get them hiccuping. <laughs> just try it. You got to try it once. YOLO. <laughs> and I'd also like to apologize to everyone on earth for just creating a new category on <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so sorry there's like a 24 year old right now that's like on red tube like we would also at fantasy world like a cut of that too so soaps <laughs> <laughs> soaps hiccuping videos um <laughs> you get a letter from Pornhub and your wife is like what, what is what? this le- what is this I'm and I'm like and I'll just be like listen if it is what I think it is I'm taking you out to dinner so it's a win-win it's a win-win <laughs> my friend in one of our chats said I want Chris to pick myself <laughs> 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 I guess I never considered a hiccup fetish, but this is the internet. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's there's everything. There's everything. oh yeah, for sure. I'm sure somebody's oh, all god. about. It. Oh my god, no. Oh my, let me tell you. Okay, there's too much to talk about. But anyways, <laughs> you're like, where are you going now? But anyways, um, yeah. So <laughs> at the church that I used to be a part of long time ago, that mm-hmm. that that. Man, that's that's a whole nother conversation. That's crazy. But anyway, right. one of the restrictions they had, because they were very, very restrictive, was that they didn't want anyone wearing open-toed shoes. Like you were forbidden to wear open-toed shoes. And you might be like, oh, so, but I'm not going to go to hell if I wear open-toed shoes, right? Like sandals or something like that. And then they found like this kind of like loophole with a scripture that said um something along the lines of like you have to obey those who have rule over you or something like that so by default you're going to hell if you don't listen to the pastor who gave the order that you cannot wear open-toed shoes and so someone asked they were like they legit asked it was a bible study they legit asked like um why are open-toed shoes bad? Like, why can't we wear open-toed shoes? And mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget if it was the pastor or like one of the deacons or something like that. But um, legit, the 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 person who was doing the Bible study was like, because there are people with foot fetishes out there. Like, that was the reason. And even me sitting there when I was like young and stuff, I was like, but there are fetishes for everything. But there's literally (laughs) everything. Like, 
eyes, shoulders, feet, hair. Like, have you seen my strange addiction? There are fetishes, even though those are not really fetishes per se. Oh, but you, you know where I'm getting at. Girl. No, 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 no. You know this get- girl, with, she was eating her husband's ashes and she's like, I just want to be close to him. And she like oh. scooped up a handful of her husband's ashes and like put it on a donut. And I uh-uh. was like, mm, no, mm. I'm like watching this and like, <laughs> no, she did. Are you serious? She did. I mean, I've also like, I, I, <laughs> I, oh. I've, I've, I've had, um, you know, um, I, I've seen a lot of really weird, interesting videos in my time on this planet. And I have definitely, uh, I've, I've, I've seen unholy things and no unholy <laughs> things. <laughs> Somebody said, I'm sorry. Some <laughs> unholy um, things. Um, I, I have made a, I made a burning joke. I'm about to lose so many people. Like everyone's going to cancel my pre-order for my book. They're just going to be done with me. I joke with one of my friends Uh-oh. and I told them that uh, when I die, that I want to be cremated and I want my ashes uh, put into um, a dildo. So that, um, <laughs> so that I can just be close to my friends, just, you know, like forever. <laughs> And those are not the words that I use. I use much worse words than that. But um, <laughs> I wish that you would have seen the look on, um, oh my gosh, who was it? I want to say that it was Bailey, but it might not have been Bailey. And the look on her face was it's probably It's probably the look I have on my face right now. <laughs> Someone said, Chris, why? <laughs> Chris, why? That is... Wow, I have so I don't many mean questions. It. I mean, honestly, guys, one <laughs> Julius no, just signed out. <laughs> no, Logan, please. <laughs> yeah, Julius has left the chat. Yeah, um, but, no, but but no, I'm, obviously, I'm joking. I have said though that you know, if I die, like something crazy happens to me, that I want. Um, Bailey <laughs> said all the stories are coming. Back. I don't know if she's joking. I really, I like Chris. I haven't known you that long. <laughs> But I, I, I know you well enough to be like, I sw- I think she's telling us guys that she's joking. But when she dies, her will. <laughs> it's like a list lawyer- of people, and it's like <laughs> the lawyer is going to gather like fifty of us, and and he's going to be like, <clears throat> I uh, <laughs> I have to read this verbatim. It is the law. Um, <laughs> She has asked to be cremated into dildos and and given and, to her friends and Not given to her them. friends, all of which must use it no less than three times. <laughs> For- I imagine really carries her around in her purse with her. Whenever she thinks about it, she and I'm, of course Bailey's very tiny and has like a lot of anxiety. And um, I'm going to, I mean, giant. Okay, and that way she has to pull it out and just like touch it to think about me. You know. She'll be like, she'll be like, I miss Chris so much. I, I, miss, I miss Chris. I miss Garcia had a particular request. The lawyer, the lawyer is like, unfortunately, I'm in this too. She put me in the will. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I'm so mad. He's like, he's like, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even deem her a friend. I was just her lawyer, but apparently, we are close very close now so everybody in the fantasy world gets one i'll make little mini guys it'll be cute (laughs) 
Okay, so logistically though, like <laughs> how how are your ashes going in that? Um <laughs> well like, I have you thought this through? Like did you do some okay, research well, into a manufacturer? Well, I do a lot of like resin pieces, you know, like with people's cremains. I do that a lot in my shop. Okay. Um and I don't know. I don't know how that would work. You probably have to shift it, uh, you know, to get out like the shards of bone and stuff because that would be really uncomfortable and ugly. And I would yeah, just get I rid of that. So. I mean, crush the, the the finer pieces of meat into a finer powder and like mix it in with the silicone. I think it would be fine. I do fantasy world butt plugs scented with ash. <laughs> Scroll to the bottom of the fantasy world original page, and there's a link, and you have to like highlight it with your cursor to even see that it exists. You need and yeah. XXXXX like fantasy world XXXX. You need like a special password and and like you need to know the code and like um. You click on it, and there's like a dragon in a nightgown. It's like this. <laughs> it looks like one of those like old like 1980s entering a site kind of stuff where it's like <laughs> you know like it's like <laughs> there's like hologram holograms <laughs> but i mean i'm not i'm not lying like this is happening <laughs> like we're gonna okay hold up back up before someone quotes me no what, what Chris if, said, if, what Chris said is happening to her when she dies. No, that, no. that is not happening at Fantasy World. I'm sorry. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't do that. We can't do, I mean, human soap, yes. <laughs> dildo ashes. Chris's ashes and dildo. I'm yeah. still alive. Like, why are we talking about this as if we, I'm already in the raccoon skull? It's, it's the skull. Listen, <laughs> we might be able to go halfway and take the fat from you and make <laughs> i will contribute every ounce of the fat that i have left in my body to deal those that my friends can have 1000 percent. let's go that's just that's just kindness that's compassion cat will take as many as she can she'll be so happy <laughs> she's like eat chris eat i need more <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> like did you did you see that um did you see that nc17 hansel and gretel it was bizarre you know like they it was just, a really dark one right yeah they were just feeding this person named chris and then they were taking her fat and making <laughs> sexual things I, I don't know i don't know what was happening it was like human centipede so, but <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was bizarre it was bizarre i don't <laughs> no realistically oh though um if i'd like drop dead tomorrow and i want to be cremated obviously uh so that my like you can take pieces of me and do whatever you want with it um i would like to have some of my ashes mixed in with resin and made into bookmarks so that my friends could because i know how much i love to read so my friends could like have me while they read it'd be cute that's that's a little more reasonable (laughs) that that is the the realistic you gotta you gotta start small you know what i mean it's like hey america you know take my ashes as a bookmark right okay a little little weird but you know all right not, not that bad yeah. now let's step it up it's like no calm down but, chris we gotta get the <laughs> no it's like me wearing like a very polite modest white dress and i'm like and whenever i die i want my ashes taken and mixed in with resin to be made into bookmarks so that you can keep me with you through all of your magical adventures of the books you read from fantasyworld.com 
And I look up at the camera like this, and then all of a sudden, like, the white wedding dress burns up into a black little skippy nightgown. I'm like, and now. And now. <laughs> it was, like, flames, of course, in oh the background. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, on, so on your license, it doesn't say organ donor. It just says donor. It just says, you know what, Daddy? Absolutely. It just says donor. And people are like, what is this? What does this mean? Like, have I um, <laughs> have I ever told you the story about how I started calling people daddy as a joke and now I can't stop? No, you haven't. What is this story? Okay, so I have a psych minor, almost not all the way, but almost. And I was always really fascinated with like the, the nature of like the Freudian, you know, um, oh, like Lord. teachings and like you know how your brain does like id ego super ego like. Uh, how the way your parents treat you is like the people that you look for later in life. Like all that stuff is always fascinating to me. Um, so like I started getting really into that during the whole rise of like everybody calling everybody daddy. And I thought it was so gross. Like I was like, ew, like what? Like, I don't understand the thought process behind people calling each other daddy. I just think it's awful. Um, as a joke, I was like, what if I started calling everybody daddy? Like, that's disgusting. Like that's just gross. And now it is like a full working part of my personality. Like I call myself daddy. Like I am daddy. And like, I'll be at work and like, I have a friend, his name is Marcus. And he's very, very, very like, I don't know. He's a, he's like, he's a man's man. And he'll be like, how are you today, baby? I'm like, I'm sorry. And he's like, how are you today, daddy? Like so defeated that I made him say this. And um, I was actually in Walmart once about to tell this story. Oh, hi, Jason. I'm about to tell this story, and um, I was in Walmart, and I was like, trying to hurry and get my stuff. I had to go down to work afterwards. I mean, there was this little teeny tiny like cashier. That's mm-hmm. like this big. And he's got like red hair and big wide doe eyes. He's like obviously a baby, and I'm just sitting here chatting with him, having a good time. And uh, at the end of it, he's like, "Oh, you have a good day, ma'am." I'm like, "You too, daddy." <laughs> my soul left my body julius i grabbed these bags i was like i gotta go i gotta go right now i gotta, he was, I gotta go I he was gotta like go. but wait my you didn't give me your number he's like wait come back please <laughs> but wait <laughs> but wait we can make this but, 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 but wait <laughs> i know that's i know that's the, that's the, the only risk you run uh, you're going to be like waiting tables and you're going to tell someone daddy or something like that. And then there's going to be like this little old couple, you know, just, can I get, can I get some more blooming onion? Yes, daddy. He's like, I yes. still got it, Margaret. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear that, Josephine? Did you hear that, Beatrice? <laughs> did you hear that, Gertrude? I still has it. <laughs> <laughs> um but no it's like an incorporated part of my personality at this point like um <laughs> I've, I've another friend his name is josh and this dude is like seven feet tall and he's just this broad broad dude and mm-hmm. he would be like whenever i was a manager he would be like hey uh chris we help with this i'm like chris and he'd be like please don't make me and i'd be like do you want to help with this or not josh mm-hmm. and he'd be like will you please come talk to this table daddy and i was like i will i will and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like say it <laughs> you're like say my name say my name <laughs> the muses from the um, hercules pop up and they're like daddy like around him and he's like, <laughs> like sobbing in the corner just so defeated oh my god <laughs> chris where'd you go 
so you disappear. Where, oh, you're in the chat. That's what you're doing. Got you. Got you. Okay. You don't about see to... me now? No, I cannot see you. Okay, so so if they, I can talk to them, they can't see me. That's trash. I can tell you what they said if you if you want. Okay, all right. I'm gonna get off of here so that you can see me. I worked really hard on my makeup and I look hot today. So we're gonna get back. There we go. But you still can't see me. Oh, that's weird. Oh, can you see me now? Yes, I can. YouTube can see both of us, which okay, but that's all that matters. I'm gonna count as a win, but it's a win. Yeah. (laughs) Someone said, "Yeah, where's her beautiful, beautiful face? I'm going to riot." So they're gonna riot. You got to give them what they want. That's well. Here it is with the contour. So what, so what so what did you so what did you do to to prep for this um i woke up early today because i usually i used to sleep in on mondays because i work all weekend in a restaurant yeah um so i used to sleep in on mondays and like i would turn my phone on silent like anybody that knows me knows that i keep my phone like the volume up in case anybody needs me mm-hmm. yeah. on sunday nights whenever i go to sleep that ringer goes off and i put that phone as far from me as possible when i go to sleep and y'all leave me alone like, if you have a crisis, it better wait till Monday afternoon because, like, I'm not answering my phone. Um, but I woke up early this morning and I took a shower and I brushed my hair and it's extra fluffy and I love it. And I found my glasses. Nice. Which I, I haven't do. worn this entire time. Do love the glasses. And I did all of my, I did my makeup because I didn't want to look like a swamp creature. And now we're here. Swamp. Is that the name of your upcoming soap? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, there's they're all saying you're hot, super hot, super, super hot. Someone randomly said I'm cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dog? I don't know. No, I'm just playing. I'm just Do not disrespect my queen like that. <laughs> I'm oh my bad. My bad. My bad. You know. You bad. Who? Bad. <laughs> don't be. I'm Mother, <laughs> I'm kidding. And you're like, no, just one time. Come on, give it to me, <laughs> Daddy. Oh, <laughs> I feel dirty. I need a shower now. Um, <laughs> you need a shower with a new, with a new and approved um, Fantasy World soap. Yes, I know, right? And then this is this is the part where we take a break and we like cut to the ad and it shows the. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like somebody offered like Charles like your partner like holding a bar of soap like <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so anyone anyone listening um so me me and Chris both have a um a Charles in our life I guess Chris has partner Charles. I have a business partner Charles. I am not married to Charles, um, but I'm not married to Charles. So we're oh yeah, but you're not married to Charles. All right, so whatever. Nobody's married to Charles. No one's married to Charles. But anyway, <laughs> they're talking about Chris flavored butt plugs. So swamp. What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> we've fallen so far from God's grace. <laughs> <laughs> we are we're officially banned from YouTube. So I hope you guys. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this one show because that's it's it. Never gonna happen again. Yeah, download it, share it with your friends so we can keep it alive. Or if it 
because it's it's going away yeah it's <laughs> like this is it we're done we're done here no but anyway um yeah i was gonna ask you because i'm done okay okay the main topic okay. of today okay we we're gonna talk about love right because okay there's one thing that I always, 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 always have to know whenever I am talking to someone that is coupled up with someone that they're just like obsessed with or whatever. I'm like, I need to know the origin story. How did y'all meet? How did you meet? I need to know. I need to, oh, oh I see the face. Oh, Charles. Okay. okay. All right. So first off, I am older than Charles. Um, By how much? So um almost five years oh that's not uh, so it's, oh, okay. it, it's not it's not creepy um oh, that's not creepy it was almost creepy because whenever i met him he was 18 he had just turned 18 um i didn't know that when i first met him first first off but also we weren't dating whenever i first met him it's really important so he was a dish tanker at the restaurant that i work at mm-hmm. and i was a host and um we just got along really well like he was he's just really funny and he's like this quiet, sweet, gentle, autistic person. And he's just really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got along really well from the start. And um, I was married whenever I first met him. And we just became like the best of friends. Like he was like, he came to me about everything. And I talked to him about everything. We were just really close. Um, and of course, um, I think everybody that's listening probably knows that I'm Polly. If not, it's like a really big part of, you know, who I am as a person is that I'm polyamorous. Um, so I did start developing feelings for him like pretty quick. And my then at the time husband also had feelings for him. So we were like, Oh, okay. That's interesting. I was like, so let's just uh, talk to him about that and see how that goes. Um, it went really well, the, the talk. Um, and then it, we kind of, <laughs> what was that? You want to say it louder? Don't, like, don't leave us. You're. <laughs> she's going off like daydreaming. Um, she needs that water. Stay hydrated. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> the, talk, the, the talk and um, all that went really well, and then we were like, "Let's let's try let's try to be a thing." Because like I have been in polyamorous relationships before, but neither he nor my husband had. And Charles at the time was in the closet, like pretty hard. Um, and I mean, to the best of our knowledge, like, m- like mine and Charles's knowledge, like everything was fine, but I guess it wasn't fine. Um, you know, that I'm going through like a really, really hard, uh, divorce and it kind of hit me out of left field that my husband was like, yeah, actually, uh, I don't love you. And I haven't loved you for a long time and I'm actually gay, but Charles isn't gay enough for me. So I'm just going to. Oh, wow. Yeet. And this was after Charles had come out of the closet and been like, uh, disowned by half of his family and gone through a lot of like emotional trauma, trying to prove that he was ready to like do this. Um, I'm sorry. I just need so, to pause. Just pause one second. I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. I just. <laughs> I'm just trying to get over because you're going through this heartfelt thing, and then at the <laughs> just throw a yeet at the end. I'm just I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. I, I try to hold my pieces together well. Uh, so then, obviously, my my husband left, um, mm-hmm. and it was just me and Charles. And um, I was like, "Do you even want to stay with me?" 
<laughs> like, do you like me that much? Because at mm. that point, I was like, nobody likes me, apparently. Like, whatever. And he was like, where were... I'm here. <laughs> like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. Um, and we actually have our five year anniversary in August. So Yay. I guess he's, um, that's awesome. But now, that's like one of the only, that's one of the only reasons that I'm like about telling the story is because it's so unconventional in so many directions. Like, yeah. Polly. Yeah. Polly. And then the person who left is usually like the third person. And the person who left in the situation was my husband. And that's not usually how it works. Like usually it's the core couple that stays together and the third person cuts themselves out. And that's not what happened at all. Um, And there's the, there's just a lot of like heartache in there, like to an extreme point. Like I'm super not okay about it. Like I'm still not, I still don't think that, I have issues with all my relationships with believing that people actually care about me and like me because somebody that I loved and trusted looked me in my face every day for almost six years and told me that they loved me and that I was beautiful. Mm. And then they were like, actually, no, screw you and left. So I'm like, cool. Yeah, no, that I I can, (laughs) I can understand that's a little traumatizing. Like, I mean, I mean, I I don't think I would recover from something like that. I mean, I mean, me and my wife will joke around sometimes about it. It'd be like, wow, you've been in this con for a long time, you know? Like, <laughs> just like, I'm going to wait till you're like 80 years old and just be like, deuces. Like, my oh my yeah. God, I never loved you. What? So I, tell, I tell Charles all the time. I'm like, I have this running joke that every year on our anniversary, somebody pays him another like $100,000 to stay with me and that he's just going to tap out at some point. Mm. <laughs> he's waiting. He's waiting he's for those waiting. investments to, to come right. through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, they still need more work done on my mansion. Like, I just need. I, they don't have the pool finished yet. I just gotta go another year. I know. <laughs> I know. <I'm> the... <laughs> so that's <laughs> like, it's a good story because, like, obviously, I still have him and I love him very much, and mm-hmm. he's just like the sweetest, most like intelligent, compassionate individual I've ever met. But also, I'm like, bro, <laughs> there is. There are so many bad elements that got us to this point that I'm like, uh-huh. like, usually I tell people about, the, oh, well, Polly, like, we pulled in a third. And that's the reason your marriage fell apart. No, no, mm. that's not why. I promise it was not great beforehand either. Gotcha. Um, so, because that's like the stereotypical Polly Trump is, oh, well, you had a third person and now that's what made it all fall apart. I'm like, no, actually, it's that's not what happened at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, I know I, I don't know um I know in conversations like this I'm probably gonna t- I'm probably going to try to come from like a different audience member's point of view I'm trying to Which think of fine. questions that they would ask even though I might not necessarily agree you know agree with those questions and, mm-hmm. you know you know I think stuff about me and whatever but um I'm trying to think yeah I don't know ill no questions are coming yet but i was just thinking (laughs) but i was just thinking that like it that is very interesting talking about like um people are like oh the reason it fell apart is because you brought another person into your marriage at the same time in monogamous relationships what is it like over half of marriages ended divorce i think it's a little more than that yeah it's usually over cheating and we're not and we're not even talking about the relationships that in which they never even get married right um you know stuff like that and so 
I don't know. It, 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 it bring, okay. It brings up one question. Do you think that human beings are monogamous by, no. na- by nature? And why is that? No. Um, so I have this like view of love as a whole and I don't really like I separate love. But also, I, I feel like it's almost like its own living, breathing creature. And from the time that we are like children, like infant level children, like we are taught to love multiple things at one time, Mm -hmm. like love your mom, love your dad, love your brothers and your sisters and your cousins and your grandparents. And then whenever we get a little older, we'll love your friends. Um, Also, you can love your pets. You can also love like your teachers or like your coaches. Like we go through all of these things for our like formidable years, I suppose, where we're learning everything from like ages one to like 20, where it's you are to love all of these people at the same time. And that's okay. But as soon as you love more than one partner at the same time, then it's a problem. And it also bothers me because like we literally like as humans i feel like we crave this this like triangle effect because like whenever you watch a soap opera like you're watching it because one of the reasons why is because pam is pregnant with antonio's baby but she's but she's but she's married to jim but she loves them both but you don't hate her for it because she loves them both and jim's nicer to her than antonio is and whatever 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 mm-hmm. and it's like that is acceptable and like we literally promote and give thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars toward tv shows and movies and books twilight Mm. was literally a love triangle Mm. and exploded over it and then you also have like um the bachelor which i cannot with the bachelor (laughs) But, like, you literally have yeah. all these people who are, like, oh, my God, I I love him. And then he's, like, wow, I love, like, six. I think I love, like, six of these girls, but one of them is more special to me. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. That is okay. That's so and people pay yeah. so much money to see that and just go out of their way to see that and talk about that. But as soon as you're, like, I healthily love two people and we're really and we're really happy together and we're friends and I think it's wonderful. Everyone's like, that's disgusting and confusing and you're gross. Mm. So we're and, then you- go, and then go home and watch Twilight. And then go home and watch Twilight together. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. Do, where do you where do you think like that comes from? Do you think it's just like a traditional values like passed on from generation to generation? Do you think that human beings at one point were just like okay, this is a little too chaotic. We're all just kind of doing, I don't know, what we want and we need to narrow this down to... A part of it is religion, I, I feel like. And yeah. also, I mean, not every culture has monogamy. Um, there's a That's lot true. of other cultures that we don't know about or that we don't talk about a whole lot that don't just practice monogamy. Like, it's okay for you to have um, more than one partner at a time. Or we even look back to... Um, like tales in the Bible of how many wives certain men had. <laughs> like Solomon had like, like that was literally in the Bible. It was right there for you to see it. Um yeah, I remember I remember seeing a documentary on this one culture. It's somewhere around Thailand or so it's not they're not Thai, but it's somewhere around there. Um in which there was like a community that was mainly run by women and the men were the ones that took care of the children. And so the women would like go to work and work at like the government buildings and stuff like that. 
And then the men would just like, you know, hang out with the kids and take care of them and whatever. But yet it was weird because, or not necessarily weird, but um, the women, you know, when they were feeling some type of way, they would just kind of be like, hey, you, (laughs) right? You, you and me, let's go. Like, and it wouldn't necessarily be like the same boys, her child's father or whatever. And then they would have children by with multiple men. And then the men just kind of have to get along and just be like, you know, yeah, we're kind of all with the same woman, but she's handling her business and we're raising these kids over here, you know, whatever. But like for someone who grew up in, uh, you know, a very, like this very black and white kind of religion, I was like, it was like shocking. Like, you know, like what am I? (laughs) What is, what are these heathens doing? What's what's going on? How could you? (laughs) Thomas said I was going to say I'm down with that. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, I don't know. I feel like it's something that's happened over time with like religion and like, you know, values and all the oppressions of like all of these things. And also when you think about it, like everybody's like, oh, well, you have a first love. And everyone wants to say that you can't love more than one person at a time. But I literally still love every person that I've ever loved, but I also love Charles. And that's right. okay. Like, it is okay if you still love somebody that you used to be with, but you love your wife too. And that's okay. But as soon as it's actively like both of them, then it's like a huge giant problem. And mm. I really cannot stress to you the amount of support that you get from having more than one partner. Because like, there are days where like say that you are just having a really bad mental health day and you just cannot take like your wife's weight that day. And it's not because you're a bad husband. It's just because you can't mentally carry it that day. Yeah. If she had say a boyfriend that she could go talk to and be like, Hey, like Julius just doesn't have it today. Can I talk to you? And he could, she mm-hmm. still gets the support that she needs without it hurting you in the process. Like kind of- it can be so incredibly healthy kind of like as long as you guys are all uh, mature healthy adults you can all work through all of this together kind of thing and then your kids like imagine that you're like really super busy you don't have time to go to a game and your wife is home sick is home with a sick baby she can mm-hmm. just call her boyfriend brandon and be like hey i need you to go to the i need you to go to jason's soccer game and then jason has somebody there to support him at his soccer game right. like people so quickly want to find like the like the darker sides of polyamory because oh well like you know whatever kids aren't used to it but kids will adapt to anything and also i think love and support in any form is more important than normalcy um yeah yeah, and i just think it's great i think that overall i wish that more people could be poly to understand like what I'm talking about and like that support system and how genuine it is. It's just wonderful. Right. I think like, I think like people um, because of the structures that are in society, it's hard for people to kind of even allow their minds to branch out to other possibilities, because I think that a lot of people only look at the brokenness of what's happening and they don't, or like, you know, say like what you're saying, like poly relationships, like the ones that don't work out or, they might assume, like, oh, they're just trying to sleep with each other or something like that. And it might be like, well, what about the, they, but they don't think about other things. Like, for example, one thing that um, I thought of before is like, say someone's spouse passes away. 
and then they end up getting remarried. You know what I mean? It's like, did your love for the deceased spouse go away? No, it didn't at all. But yet something within you as a human being is like, I love this person too. It's only the only reason that I'm able to be with this other person is because society has said that, okay, this spouse is dead. You don't want to be alone. That's not cool. So we're going to allow this. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's, there's uh, instances like that. And then um, I think another thing, another critique that people have of um, polyamorous relationships as well is that they like in, in this we're talking best case scenarios as well as far as poly relationships we're talking about like these these people are adults like their whole their or at least for the ones that work i guess you could say um obviously in which there's people that have a lot of issues they can't talk to each other healthily um stuff like that obviously it's not going to work but it wouldn't have worked even in a monogamous one you know i mean that's that's what I tell people happen with my marriage is that everyone is so quickly to assume that it's because we brought in a third person or whatever. But like looking back on it now, I missed 7,000 red flags and just chose to ignore them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I even asked him, I was like, is it because of Charles? And he was like, no, he's like, I literally had been unhappy for years. I was just pretending. I honestly think that it helped me realize that I wasn't happy. So wow. he's like, I think that if we didn't have Charles, that I would have pretended for years more. Yeah. So like the fact that it pushed him to be like, yeah, even though it was really wrong the way that it was gone about, like I much prefer that it happened now and not like seven years, 10 years. And I still wouldn't have known anything right. was wrong. I didn't know anything was wrong. Like not really like now I do, but like at the time I didn't. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know like it it was a blessing and it sucks I mean it still sucks like it's gonna suck for the rest of my life like I'm very 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 damaged because of this relationship but also that could have happened to me if it was just me and him too like things that aren't meant to work are not going to work no matter what you do to it um like Charles and I talk all the time about like you know when people are like oh well let's let's try a third person or let's have a baby or let's buy a house I'm like please stop trying to band-aid issues because that doesn't fix anything you have to fix the core of the problem or or maybe you know to the to the beginning the foundations of your relationship weren't going to work but you chose to ignore it because you love that person but love alone is not enough like you have to have more than that yeah 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 no that's real true that's true because i mean there's a lot of external factors that are always pulling at us trying to stress us out you know sometimes yeah, it, do, it does take more than love. And like, everyone is so different what their needs are and, um, you know, what their, what their breaking point is, things like that. And so, yeah, it, it's very difficult. And I feel like the more open that people can be in a relationship, doesn't matter if it's monogamous, poly, your friends, whatever, the, the more open that you can be and basically like put down the walls of bullshit, like you can just be like, listen, like, okay, so I, I have this one friend. I won't say his name, but we have been friends since college. This was like 2003 we met, right? So it was a long time ago, right? And so and, and I would hang out with him like every day, 
in college, like every single day. We'd play video games. We'd laugh. We'd have a good time. I knew nothing about this dude, like nothing. Like if you would ask me, tell me something about his parents. Tell me something about the way he grew up. Tell me something about, I don't know, his favorite food. Tell me whatever. Even though I hung out with him every day, I'd be like, I don't know. He, he likes this video game. He's good at this video game. He's, uh, he likes to have fun. Uh, I don't know. He drinks this type of beer. I don't know. You know, like superficial stuff. And it wasn't until later on, like years and years later, that we actually put down those walls of BS and started actually discussing real stuff that I learned so much about him and vice versa. And then now we, we, to this day, we, we call each other. (laughs) And it was funny enough because a couple of years ago we would play video games while we talked. And now it's to the point we don't even play video games while we talk. We just talk because it's like, he's married. He has, he has a kid. I'm married. I have kids. Like we're just talking about like real stuff and we're not BSing anymore. And I remember him telling me like, man, I wish we would have like had these discussions, you know, around when we first met, but I wasn't sure if you would judge me for this or think I'm this way because of the way I grew up. And it's like, dude, I grew up the exact same way you did, but we would have never known. We didn't know because we assumed that the other person wouldn't accept who we are, not knowing that they're hurting just as much as I am and we need each other. Right. So, yeah. Which is also, you know, the beauty of this whole fantasy world community thing too. It's like, we can, you're allowed to be a little open. You know, you're allowed to be open and like talk to people and nobody's going to be like, oh, you're... I don't even know put label you're this label whatever you're ew, you're gay <laughs> ew exactly exactly yeah someone said i have trouble breaking those type of barriers it is hard for it sure is. because it really is. on the flip side not everyone is going to accept you <laughs> but also and- the kind of people that aren't going to upset uh, aren't going to accept you shouldn't be in your circle anyway like you I need agree. people close to you that are going to have those conversations with you or have tough conversations with you. Like for me, I think I've told you I have a lot of issues with my, with friends. Cause I grew up with really, really toxic friendships. Um, mm-hmm. And my biggest thing is like telling my friends things they don't want to hear. And I've tried to get better at that as I've gotten older um, because I'm not always going to agree with you, but like you should still be able to hear me and I should still be able to hear you. And anybody that will not have that communication with you and do so healthily doesn't belong in your circle anyway, as hard as that is. And I know it's so hard, but I have cut off people that I've had in my life. I'm talking for years, like years and years and years that knew everything about me down to like the most fine out darkest detail because I could not communicate with them healthily without them getting mad at me because that's not fair to me. And that's not fair to whoever that is that said that as, as a person either to, to have to deal with that. And I know that it's really hard, but I promise there's a piece in it somewhere and that you will find people that are meant for you. It's, it's just going to take a minute, but I promise it's so much better. Like right. I've known Julius for like, what, three months. Yeah. Yeah. We've only, it's only been like three months. Yeah. 
and legitimately like I count him already as one of my closest friends. Like I know that I could like message him at four o'clock in the morning and be like, bro, I'm having a really hard time. And that you would answer me and that we could talk. And like immediately we just clicked really well. Cause we have a lot in common with our upbringings and things like of that nature. Right. Um, it might not, it doesn't even matter about, you know, how long you've known someone, literally your connections can take days or years, but when they're real, they're real and you'll know. Exactly. I, I really feel like if, you know, because everyone's different and goes through different things, if someone is coming to you as a friend and they're like, listen, like, I really need help with this or something like that. It doesn't matter if you think they're being dramatic or ridiculous or silly or whatever you might be like, oh, if that was me, I wouldn't think that. Like, it doesn't matter. Like they, something is affecting them. You know, it's kind of like, adults looking at children like children might like on a relative scale they they might deal with trivial things you know what i mean they they spill their like the spilling of the milk uh example you know they spill their milk and they're crying and it's like as an adult you're just like well why are they crying it's just some Mm -hmm. spilled milk it's not a big deal but you don't understand they've only been on in this world for like five years to them that is a big deal like they really wanted that milk, you know, <laughs> like, and so they have not yet learned how to process their emotions and, and be like, you know what, I've lived long enough to realize that I can get more milk, you know, <laughs> like they don't, they're not thinking that far ahead. And, and a lot of adults don't even know that's a thing. Like they have spent their life in these cycles of toxic relationships and they don't understand, you know, that there's more milk like it's, yeah it, there it's, is more milk it's going to be okay <laughs> yeah and it, and it's suddenly like in in the yeah that that is great what you just said because you you can take that milk example and extend it to friends and love and jobs and and you know places to live and experiences to go through like there is more out there like you're going to be okay and especially especially if you have a support system that really does um, take care of you and everything like that. Like I, like even for my oldest son, like <laughs> I, I deal better with um, older kids than little kids because we can actually, I can actually like, we can talk about what's wrong or what's not or whatever. Right. And so for, you know, he's getting older and I would always tell him like, okay, if you ever want to talk about something like all, you just have to come up to me and just be like, um, you know, I need to talk to you. No judgment zone. So I would tell him like, no judgment, no judgment, no judgment. Just tell me that we'll have a conversation and I will not judge you. Like no matter what it is, I don't care if it's the craziest thing. If you are, if you are 16 and you got someone pregnant (laughs) as, as like, Oh, I would be on the inside I would rather you tell me and we can work on a solution because the deed is done then then you like hide it and you're waiting and like six months go by and then you're like hey dad like papa I'm about to be a father and I'm just like holy crap um (laughs) we could have had more time to prep this or prepare you for that or talk about this like I I just I'm just like, I'd rather have him tell me so we can work together. I want to be that support system. And for the, and for the longest time, 
he didn't use that. You know, I would tell him like, listen, if you need to talk, no judgment zone, whatever. But um, recently he started using that. He's like, and it hasn't been for big stuff. He's only 10, but still he is, he'd be like, Papa, I need to talk. Can we do that? No judgment zone thing. And I'm like, sure. And then he would bring up something like, oh, when you and mama said this, like, I didn't like it. And I didn't like it for this reason. And I'm okay. like, and I'm like, okay. oh my God, like, this is, <laughs> this is beautiful. You know what I mean? Because, and I'm like, there's no way I'm getting mad at him. I don't care what I think about what he just said or like, no, I'm right. I'm the whatever. No, it doesn't matter. He's coming to me with this. I'm mm-hmm. there for him. And, and his feelings are valid. Like no matter how small or how stupid it seems to anyone else, like you felt that and that matters. Exactly. Exactly. And like, I know for like, probably for you and me, um, you know, we, we, I, I can speak for myself, but I, I'm assuming yours was the same based on what you've told me is that we grew up in an air, like around people that, um, we weren't able to really voice our opinions. Like, I feel like every adult <laughs> is always like, you can tell me anything. Yeah. It's like a cliche at this point. You can tell me anything, but it's like. Man, my mom would do that so hard. She'd be like, you can tell me anything. And I'd tell her something. She'd be like, no, that didn't happen. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. That didn't happen at all. It's on, It only happened to me and not to you. I was there. You were not. A really but... super bad thing happened and I'm really not okay with it. That's probably not what happened. And I like, and when I was a kid, like we weren't taught things like gaslighting. Like we weren't taught that that was, I didn't hear the word, I didn't hear gaslighting until I like recently, until I was in my twenties. And I was like, what is gaslighting? And they're like, oh, it's whenever somebody tells you that something didn't happen to you that you know happened to you to make you feel crazy. And I was like, right. That is the actual thing. There's a word for that. But I literally remember like not just my mom or uh, my 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 parents, but like my my friends would be like, oh, it didn't happen like that, or oh no, that didn't happen. Like you're imagining that. Yeah. And I'm, and because I have you know the mental disorders that I have, I don't remember things well. And my first reaction is, you're probably right. If I didn't remember it, then it probably didn't happen. And like, it took years and years of therapy for me to, you know, realize that these things that I remember and these feelings that I have exist for a reason and that they did happen and that they are real. Yes. They, that's super important. They are real. Like you are experiencing them. (laughs) So it's like, they should be addressed. Um, It seemed to me that like, you know, if someone has a question about something and they genuinely have a question about something, they're going to find the answer. So like, so if you as a friend or as a parent or whatever, is just like, okay, you're asking me a question. I'm going to dismiss you in some way. That kid, that friend, that whatever that's close to you, they're going to get an answer. It might not, and it might be a worse answer, you know, be like, I don't know. Like, why does the, why do people do this thing? I ah, don't worry about it. It's you're too young or it's none of your business or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go I find out never tell my children that they are too young. Like if I, if I'm ever able to successfully have children or I adopt or whatever, they, they come to me. Um, and I was just with my goddaughter too. 
if they ever come to me with questions and they ask me something, I might not give them the entire full, like every single bit that you need to know about it, but I'm going to give you an answer because I heard, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you when you're older or you wouldn't understand understand. so much as a kid. And looking back on it now, I'm like, literally had, I just been told like the truth about things when I asked questions, like I wouldn't have been hit by the world so hard when I was. Exactly. Because then the kids, the kids or um, someone who doesn't have knowledge about it, when they seek out their answer, they're exposing themselves to things on a wider scale or in the world that they might not be understanding the context. You know, it'd be like, it'd be like if your kid asked you about like sex or something and you're just Mm -hmm. like, you're too young to be worrying about that. Don't worry about that. But then they if go Google it. You have questions about it. But if right. you're asking, if you're old enough to ask a question, you're old enough to have some type of answer. Exactly. Exactly. And so, like, you can only imagine, like, if you're like, don't even worry about that. You're going to be celibate forever. So don't even think about it. And then they go Google. <laughs> they I Google it. Know, I literally did not know what an orgasm was until I had one and it scared me and I cried. Oh my God, that must have been terrifying for me. I this. had no clue what it was. And I, I, I literally was like sitting in the pool sobbing because I was so scared. Yeah. I've, I've heard stories of people that never got told what um, a period was and then it would happen. And then like, to in, in school, you too? I yeah. was eight. Oh my God. Yeah. I keep hearing these stories about like it would happen to them in school or in different public places and they think they're dying. And I'm like, I, I was eight and we had like barely, barely touched on like, you know, sex ed in school. And I knew that I got my period early. So, I mean, I kind of whatever, but like, I remember that I walked home and walked into my house and like left the door open, which was a big, huge thing. Cause my dad slept in the living room and he was yelling at me. And I walked straight back to my mom and I just started bawling. And I was like, you know, like, and I, I walked home from elementary school cause it was literally like. Like, I mean, like you could throw a stone and hit the school from my house. Mm-hmm. And I walked home and I walked in the front door and I walked back to my mom and I was like bawling my eyes out. And I was like, mom, like, you know, something's wrong. Like I'm hurting and I, I think I hurt myself and I'm bleeding. And she was like, oh, that's just your period. And I was like, what's that? And and then like, like, <laughs> like then she tried to explain it to me poorly, you know, with her like fourth grade education, which mm-hmm. is what she had. because She had to drop out of school and help her mom when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. and I still didn't get it and you know she I didn't even I didn't know what pads were like I'd seen them before I'd seen tampons before but I didn't know what they were for right and all of a sudden I have to like use this thing like get used to this thing and I just and she was like really worried about my age she was like well you're only eight I don't understand why this is happening that's a wide range and I was like I, I was like cool so I'm already scared now you just made me more scared right <laughs> now, now, now I'm weird no there there have been like people that have had it really early like you did there have been people that had it really late they'd be like 15 16 they're just like boom you know yeah a friend of mine i was in the army with she didn't even get her period until she was like 20 something it just happened like yeah that's everyone's different so it uh knowledge 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 but um you know what we i mean okay so we're at we're almost at an hour and a half so we'll we will definitely be stopping this at two hours because I actually have to go at two hours. But 
that was such a good conversation and i love that and i feel like for anyone that's watching this like we didn't even plan all this but um i feel like you got a general sense of like what we're trying to do here so like it might be crazy in the beginning yes it might be chaotic and funny or whatever but we also want to make sure we like touch upon like deeper topics as well and really get into depth for you know i'm a big fan of entertain and educate i'm huge with that. 100%. I agree. but um but yeah so we'll definitely be digging deeper on everything that we talked about today at a later time and mm-hmm. obviously and if there is more you want to say about anything that we talked about like feel free otherwise i'll probably like switch to the next segment um the only thing that i kind of want to end i guess this end of the this end of the segment with is Mm -hmm. that you know for you know you adults that have children answer your children's questions at least to an extent that they can understand because if they're old enough to ask you a question they're old enough to warrant some type of answer yeah. And it might not come from you, you know, the heartache, but there are bad things in this world. And if you can get a leg up on them and just let them know that, yeah, there's bad people, but there's good people too. Or there's bad things, but there's good things too. That way they're not blindsided by it when they're adults mm-hmm. do that. And if you're an adult and you have grown up um, with having your emotions not validated, or especially if you're a man, and you've been, you know, taught your whole life that you're not allowed to feel things, you are allowed to feel things. And you can be a person that has raw emotions and painful emotions and sad emotions. And you can feel lonely and scared and not know what you're feeling. And that's okay. And that if you ever need anybody to talk to, you can always reach out to me or make sure that you have people in your circle that are in your circle for your heart and not because of what you bring to the table. Mm, um, yeah. And that that's kind of what I'm going to leave that on is make sure that you have people around you that want you to succeed because they love you and they don't, they're not just there for surface level. Right. Right. That's good. I like that. I love it. Um, so yeah, we have about a half hour left everyone and we are going to switch gears a little bit so that it's, you know, we're getting, we still might get serious, but you know, we'll, we'll get a little more fun. So Definitely, if you guys have any questions about anything at all, like, feel free. Um, you know, for example, somebody, somebody pointed out, is that an Evanescence vinyl behind you, Julius? I was like, yes, it was. I love, listen, backstory, y'all. Evanescence I, is Kat's favorite thing. It is? Yes, Kat, Evanescence, everything. Like, her and I have bonded over our love of Evanescence. Kat, did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> No, listen, I watched when, um, what was it, Headcount? They were doing, like, the vote or something like that. And, like, they were trying to get people to vote or whatever like that. And so they were like, yeah, sign up for Headcount, like, to show your support for voting. And I was like, eh. And, I mean, I do vote, but I was just like, eh, I'm not going to sign up for your whatever. They're like, you get a free Evanescence virtual concert. I'm like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, one second. But yeah, um, ah, I'm ruining everything here. Please stop. It's the raccoon head. Oh, I have Adele as well. But yeah, Ooh, good choice. Um, Chris, Chris, prob- Chris probably can't see this at the moment. But yeah, I can't see Final. Anything. Got the fallen. 
got uh got the I got all of them on vinyl. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like when I was younger, all I would listen to is gospel music. That was all I was allowed to listen to. Likewise. Um I got this like rare magazine thing. Uh, yeah, Evanescence man. Um yeah, when I was when I was younger, um, I was only allowed to listen to gospel music. And, you know, I was a teenager. I was going through, you know, teenage angst and all this stuff. And uh, so having not really listened to a lot of other genres of music, I was just like, oh, you know, so then um, I started hearing some rap in high school and stuff like that. I, I enjoyed it here and there. Um, heard country, didn't like it as much. But, um, but then I heard Evanescence. Oh my God. It spoke to me on a level that I would, I would wear out that CD over and over and over and over and over. And Evanescence is hands down my favorite, um, my favorite band that would extend eventually to hail, hailstorm, uh, within temptation, um, Man, <laughs> I think it's uh, Lacuna Coil. Says something about like our all generation. If you look at my iPhone, like, got it all. Synthesis, Evanescence, oh, all that. Thomas is like, I remember that. Yep, I know. It's to this day. Um, I'll be writing to Evanescence a lot. Oh no, I think I lost Chris. I lost Chris. Oh no. But anyway, yeah. Um, I was going to ask Chris. I was going to ask Chris what her oh she's back. <laughs> I was gonna ask Chris like what kind of music is she into? Once her audio is available, I guess. I don't know what happened there. I'm sorry about that. I think it's low. I don't know. Hello? Yes. Hello? Hi. There you are. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, what kind of music are you into? Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, have you literally everything? Like, um, I do mean everything. I listen to contemporary Christian a lot. Um, like, I love casting crowns. Um but I also really like like classical music or like just instrumentals. I'm really big on like soundtracks for movies. Like whenever right. I write, I listen to the Game of Thrones soundtrack. It's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an artist, thanks to Amber, that I listen to. His name is Jonathan Young. And he does like metal and rock versions of Disney songs. Okay, and cool. It's incredible, first off. Um, I don't really like like hard rap or a lot of new rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just doesn't have like purpose for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really like heavy metal because it kind of gives me a headache. Uh, and I, or, I already always have headaches. But like my some of my favorite groups are like the Pentatonics, Pentatonics. or Imagine Dragons. I love yeah, Imagine, Imagine Dragons. Dragons. They're great. Um, I when it comes to, like country, I like Rascal Flats a whole lot. I've loved them since I was a kid. I like Tim McGraw. They're the only ones that I really love. Rascal Flats. Yep. 
And mm-hmm. there are certain art. Like, I love this. I love the, the specific people. Like, I love Alicia Keys. I think she has yeah. this really amazing uh, quality to her voice. And um, I'm really into Florence and the Machine right now. Oh, I'm kind of yeah. Florence and, the Florence and the Machine. Oh, my God. Um, Long I love I like Boston. Mm-hmm. I like... I like a lot of older music too. Like if you listen to my playlist, like one of my favorite songs is hit the road, Jack, you know, by Ray Charles. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I just think it's one of those songs that you're like, Ooh, yeah. Like right, <laughs> right, right. those songs that you're just like bopping to no matter what. Um, so my music taste is really all over the place. I very rarely ever find uh, music or songs that I don't enjoy listening to. That's so funny. And I wonder if that has something to do with um, even like maybe we were limited in childhood. So we're like, we're kind of at the buffet of music now and we're just like sample right. everything, you know? <laughs> and also, like, you can learn so much about somebody. Like Kat is notorious for just like sending me links to songs. Micah does it with me too when we're role playing. She'll be like, hey, like listen to this song. It makes me think of this person and this person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah! like, I'm <laughs> yeah no it's great to it's great to like share music like i'm gonna um i mean well a lot of the stuff you named i also listen to so i mean it's (laughs) i'm not gonna learn too much there but yeah pentatonix florence and the machine's great um i loved lincoln park Um, i love lincoln park lincoln park that was good for those those young adult days uh teenage days um I'm as far as rap, I'm a big fan of uh Kendrick Lamar. I like um, Eminem. I'm sorry. I Eminem, should I should have said Eminem is good. Eminem's good. Um Lupe Fiasco. That like I have one of I his really things. Like on. Him. Huh? Yeah. Lupe? I like Lupe Fiasco. Yes. Yes, he's good. He's good. I have one of his on vinyl too. Um Adele. You probably I like seen that the you background. have vinyl. I love vinyl. I love vinyl. Oh my god. It, I mean it's so like frou-frou. Like it's like you know i mean i don't know but i don't know i i love it i love it um trying to think what else i'll listen to like yeah like you said soundtracks i'm really into the shang chi and the ten rings soundtrack right now um it has like a mix of like contemporary and old school um trying to think what else janae aiko I listen to her while I'm writing. I don't know why her voice with writing works well. I'm really into lo-fi now too. Um, on like YouTube. It's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like um, a mix of sounds that are kind of like offbeat. It's kind of hard to explain it, but like, Ooh. I guess the way it works, it doesn't really like, there's some science behind it, supposedly where it, it doesn't like take you out of a, almost like meditative state kind of thing mm-hmm. like i'll put that on while i'm writing and it's 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 like instrumental but it's like slight things are off it's hard to... I, I dig that no i dig that yeah i'll have to send you a link sometime maybe amber amber young said i love lo-fi yeah i like just got on the lo-fi like two years ago yeah wave racer and those different youtube i remember wave racer yep yep wave racer yep um there's some good stuff there's such good stuff and i'm just like this is what it's all about like you know just let's all share like all our craziness (laughs) lou lou cat 
I assume that's Cat. She said Ocarina of Time, original soundtrack. I listened to it. She also said Dolly Parton. Yes, Dolly Parton. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. I know. What um, about? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you no, 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 you. No, you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> there is um, an artist that my good friend Griffin introduced me to, and um, uh, her, her her like artist tag is just LP. And she has like she's like a Italian um, singer, and she has one of the most unique voices that I've ever heard. Uh, please go listen to her song called "Muddy Waters." It is beautiful. Muddy waters. Um, she does like all of these throws with her voice. She can like whistle when she plays the harmonica, and uh, she like uses the microphone to do different things with her voice. And she has like a mixture of like Stevie Nicks slash. I really can't explain it, but her voice is so, so beautiful, and I I really do like her music. I recommend listening to her as well. Well, I wrote that down, because I'm always down to find new music. Like, um, her voice is different, and it's not for everybody, but I really like her. No, I would definitely check it out. Like, I'm not joking. And Amber said Homework Radio and Dream Hop are such good lo-fi channels. So I will, check those, I will check those out, too. I listen to Little... I think it's Little Star for Lo-Fi Channel. I want to say it's Little Star. Something Star, I think. I Watch me be completely wrong. It's like Big Angel or some show. <laughs> 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 watch me be completely wrong. trampoline. <laughs> that was my name in high school was backward, backward trampoline. Backward trampoline. Yeah. That sounds like such like a garage band. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you, Houston, Texas. His dog's sitting there like. <laughs> it's just his dog. And this dog's not even a fan. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. No. <laughs> I know, right? You want to encore? Mm. No. <laughs> I want to go outside and pee, but you won't stop singing this grunge music. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man there's enough trash in the world we don't need yours <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna start saying that to people at work where they make me mad there's enough trash in the world i didn't need this today like <laughs> <laughs> there's enough trash i know there sure is there's like i don't know i'm you know i i, I love um us doing this podcast though because like in in this show because um i don't know it's just like one more thing we can like put out into the world make, hopefully hopefully make it a better place and just get people to laugh and talk about things and i don't know it's just everyone is so like negative not everyone but you know what i mean like it's just there's too much negative well, stuff we need more positive they, they are negative they are heavy and we're not doing that <laughs> No, no, I know. Like, there's probably people that listen to stuff we were talking about, especially when it comes to your cremation. That might be, <laughs> that might be like, that might be like, 
we do not need to talk about this. This is disgusting or something like that. And it's just like, dude, like, no, we're just laughing. We're just just lighten up. It could be worse. <laughs> no. I'm what? afraid to ask, but like what? It sounded like I'm... something came to your mind. Oh, I mean, like, it could be worse. Like, so one of the things that Amber and I used to do when we worked together, we would have tea time and we would bring, take turns bringing tea back and forth. We would have hot tea uh, for lunch back on the line together. And it was just something cute that we did. Oh, um, okay, that's wholesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say it could be worse that, you know, whenever I died, I could have myself cremated and put into tea bags and then given out in gift bags and not tell anybody. Oh, not tell anyone. Oof. And then you'd be like, wow, this tea's delicious. What's inside of it? And then you would open it, like, you look at the tag in my face like this. <laughs> you have a, <laughs> oh. I'm like, <laughs> like that on the tag, you know, and everyone's like, <gasps> I knew this tasted like Spanish garbage. <laughs> There's enough trash in the world. We don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough trash. That we, <laughs> we didn't need to drink Chris today. Damn. <laughs> the oceans are <laughs> overflowing with it. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen Happy Feet? Lovelace almost died. Like, please. <laughs> I know. I know. Jeez. <laughs> they tried to warn us. They tried. <laughs> Happy Feet. <laughs> Um, let's see with the garbage Wally. Fern Gully. Fern gu- oh my god, Fern Gully. Fern Gully. Fern Gully tried hard. You know what? <laughs> D- I'll have you know this is this is interesting. Okay. That that fairy, the dark haired fairy, I don't yeah. even remember her name. She was one of the first, like as me as a young boy, I was just like, what are these feelings? <laughs> When here's something terrible for me, it was Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, something about the Fae. I don't know. I remember being so gay. Like I was such a gay child, nobody even noticed. Like I was so gay. I'd be sitting there watching Peter Pan. And I'm like, <laughs> Krista. Like yep, Tinkerbell, Krista. Yep. I love Tinkerbell. She was just, but she's too jealous for me, honey. I'm Polly, and I can't handle that. Like I could not handle being like, "Hey, Tink, um, I'm having Peter up for dinner," and she would just tinkle at me all aggressively, like, "No, bitch, get out of here. No, I'm Tinker still having Bell. dinner with you. Why are you mad? I made you right. croissant. Why right. are you angry?" <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we we lived the same life, and but in different ways. We were both we like Faye. <laughs> you know all this different stuff so yeah but yeah yeah i was yeah krista from fern gully yep i was like she's beautiful and then it's funny because as an adult i was trying to remember the 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 guy who did that weird oil smoky voice i now know it's tim curry which i'm like oh that makes perfect sense because he has such a cool voice every single shade of my of my sexuality like he literally is like like Pennywise, scary, kind of, kind of hot. Um, you know Tim Curry's character, Doctor Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture Show, like that mm. pristine. I still, I still remember he was like toxic love. For me, it's, <laughs> it's when in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's like, I see you tremble with anticipation. I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> You had to you had to press stop, make sure no one's around. <laughs> like 
Bless <laughs> my soul. Or was on like literally like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, but it was funny because then um as an adult, yeah, I looked up Fern Gully again because I was trying to figure out who that guy was. And then I saw Krista the Fay, and I was just like, oh, this animation. Ugh, it's, not aged well. <laughs> like, it's so different now. I'm just like, think like, <laughs> of animation that hasn't aged well. Go watch the first Toy Story and then the last. Like, I cannot. Back back. No, I refuse. I did that in, or I started to. And I was like, no, no, I'm turning it off because Toy Story <laughs> is one of my favorite Pixar movies. So I'm like, no, I need to just, I can never watch it again. So you have like the animation from like Sleeping Beauty that's still pretty. Yeah. And then you have like that CGI like claymation type thing they were doing with Toy Story 1 before it looked good. But it looked so good at the time. Yeah. And then like you watch it next to the fourth one and you're like (laughs) like like, the dog. Oh my god. Thing with the dog. Like (laughs) Oh, oh my God! Yep, yep. Forget that. Forget that. As Bobby, (laughs) do you see the hat? I am Mrs. Nesbit. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of my trust issues uh, came from the scene where Buzz tried to fly, and dude was dramatically singing, and I will go sail no more. He crashed down to the ground. I was like, me too. I can't, I can't fly. <laughs> like, those, know? those were my memories of Toy Story falling to the <laughs> falling to the ground. For <laughs> me, it's Toy Story Two with uh, Jesse's over monologue of "Somebody Loved Me." Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. I'm too gay for that. That's I'm a too gay. <laughs> like I'm already like. <laughs> from. For me, it was uh, Toy Story 4 when Woody was finally like, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm going to live for me. I'm not going <laughs> to just be owned by someone and live for them. And I was just like, I feel you. I, I want to live for me too. You know? Like, <laughs> I want to go help find lost toys. I am a lost toy. <laughs> I, I, exactly. Like, where, where's my love? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny i know that's a whole that's a whole convo in of itself pixar movies but <laughs> that'll be next week i know no but i um but yeah i guess we're gonna be wrapping up now since we only got 10 minutes so uh for the chat if anyone has any crazy questions now is the time to throw them at us otherwise mm-hmm. we will be wrapping up here um so we the Chris Claire experience will be going on every Monday around this time. If you cannot yep. check us live, you could still go to our fantasy world books, YouTube channel, and you mm-hmm. can check us out there. Cause we will post yep. the videos up there and then you can see all the shenanigans that we went through. I would also love it. If you would subscribe to our channel, smash that like button, as they say, <laughs> but you re- you really don't have to but we'd appreciate it like you don't um, have to you don't have to but please <laughs> also if you are brand new to fantasy world books in general 
you could also pre-order Chris Garcia's book on Amazon. It is available for pre-order right now. Shadows Wake by this lady right here. And um, it will be coming out March 15th of this year. You can also go to fantasyworldbooks.com and click on the free stuff category. And you can get a bunch of free goodies, which we update it every Tuesday. So 10 years from now, people will go on that page and just be like, dear God, like (laughs) it's a waterfall of free content. Like, (laughs) I know they'll do the drive. (laughs) (laughs) You can pick it all. You can pick it all. Oh, Kat said she wants to do the audiobook recording for her book. Should I tell her the bad news? Yeah. Her book is already getting recorded for audio. Is that bad news? Bittersweet. Listen, the, Bittersweet. The voice news. actor is she the voice the, the, the narrator does such a good job. Um I did uh throw up when I listened to it because um words. <laughs> I did throw up. <laughs> like I listened to the first two paragraphs and I was like, you know what? I could probably do this. This isn't that bad. And then people started talking and I was like, I don't know how to write dialogue. I shouldn't be allowed to own anything that I can write on. Throw away the pins, burn the books, take my laptop. I'm a monster. I was like just crumbled <laughs> into I'm a No, it's like weird. It, for some reason when I'm like writing on the page, I'm like I'm terrible. I'm awful. But then listening to the audiobook, I'm like, okay, I'm not bad. No, for me, it was the opposite. I it was, was the literally opposite. Like, wow. Like, yeah. Because this version, I the, the last version, by the way, that I've had like seven versions of my book that Julius has bared with me through. Um, but the last one, the final one, the one that I hate the least, um, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I think I can buy. I think I can vibe with it. And then I heard somebody read it and I was like, oh, she's so talented. What? Why, stop. <laughs> Why are you reading? <laughs> stop. Stop it. I'm no, I know. Amazing. No, you're a fantastic writer, though. I'm sorry. No, I mean, that just came out from the heart. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to. <laughs> but you are, though. You are. And then when you when you came to us, I was just like, I was just like, oh my god, she needs to join Fantasy World. She's such a great writer. So thank you. I thanks. <laughs> Welcome. For sure. I appreciate it. So yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. This is this is exciting. This is good. Um, but seriously, guys, give lots of love to the narrator because she is fantastic. Like there was a couple of times where she was reading sentences and like the way that she quipped the end of them, I was like, ooh. <laughs> I got goosies. I can't wait for somebody to die so I can cry. I'm really excited. Chris, Chris was those hyenas, hyenas in the Lion King. Ooh, do it again. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that was Chris. Ooh. <laughs> Mufasa. <laughs> Shadows wake. Ooh, but um, Stop yeah. the apostrophe there. <laughs> but yeah um thank you everyone for joining us um yeah, we yeah. could not even have gotten this far without everyone's support and i know mm-hmm. that um 
there is a lot of love and I hope we have great discussions and mm-hmm. definitely feel free to comment or ask whatever you want and we will address it in later episodes mm-hmm. and all that good stuff and in the future sometimes me and Chris will have guests on and so we get to bombard you both of us with just crazy mm-hmm. questions uh but definitely don't sign up for a guest spot if you don't want us talking about Ashfield uh <laughs> and also we need to give a special shout out to uh Remington uh, the raccoon skull that is lurking somewhere in my house waiting to devour me yes oh my um, gosh yes thank you for our third our third co-host yes Remington. Rac- uh-huh. raccoon spirit Remington yes thank you for joining us today keeping the vibes good and I know <laughs> <laughs> Something like fell in the corner of my peripheral vision, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm gonna call him Remy. And, Listen, um, I'm his family, and Julius is black. We both know that this doesn't isn't gonna end well for us if something comes to get us. Like, we die first. No, nah, I'm, I'm putting up, I'm putting up voodoo dolls tonight, ward off <laughs> spirits and salt. And <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but uh. <laughs> But yeah, you can definitely uh, sign up for our stuff and we'll get you all scheduled and all that good stuff. But uh, thank you again for joining us. Definitely subscribe. Hit that like smash. What what did Thomas say? Smash that. that, Hit that bell. Smash that (laughs) like button. Smash it. But only smash it once, not twice, because I think it takes away the like. So one punch. One punch, man. All right. Punch it one time. One time. Smash it one time. One time. Hmm. People's right. elbow at one time. All right, we're losing our minds. I don't know what's going we're on. <laughs> We've gone full circle back to the pork rind soap. To the insanity. I know. It was a good <laughs> ride, though. It was a good it was ride. Good. It was, it was good. good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So until next time, we will catch you all later. Lots of love. J. Claire and Chris are out. It it has ended. Oh, that was fun. That was good. I think that was a great episode. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, we talked about some a lot of stuff. <laughs> Listen, I was. It's okay. I still have a recording button in in my top left hand screen. Oh, because it's recording on the Zoom. Okay. Mm, the okay. live streams.